podcast brought to you in part by audible.com get your free audiobook download by visiting www.audibletrial.com wds to choose from over eighty-five thousand titles for your ipod or mp3 player Please. Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Doug from Hoobastank. Hey, this is Jennifer Love Hugh. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. This is Zandi Aris from The Dr. Phil Show. If you're not listening to What Duvet Said, then you're functionally retarded. Hello, I'm Tommy Lee. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi. And I'm Richie Sambor. Hi, this is Brandy, the winner of The Apprentice. Hello, I'm Phil Collins. Hey, this is Lindsay Lohan. This is Alec Baldwin. Hi, this is Alicia Witt, and you're listening to What Duvet Said. Did you hear... Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear what you may say? Now you get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest, found at WhatDuvetSaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplissy, coming at you from Duvet Studio South in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is a man, a plan, a canal, Panama, your host, Robert Bob Duvet, coming to you from Duvet Studios North. San Francisco, California, North Beach, the enclave I live in, Panama, oh, 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 Jason, yes. how are you? I'm alright, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little off-put this morning, I'm a little cranky. No, that was me last week. I know, well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not withdrawn and maudlin cranky like you are, I'm like actively, buzzingly, bitchy cranky. Oh, so your cranky is better than my cranky. Is that what you're saying? Hey, man, if that's what it takes, that's fucking right. You know what, Jason? I don't feel good, but I don't feel bad. You know, in fact, I feel nothing. And how is that? I don't know. That's just how I feel, man. I can't, I can't put it in. I can't distill it any better. All right. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm just a little, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little put upon this week. I'm feeling like a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, external, um, I don't know. I just get asked to do things by everybody all day long. It's like my job and my, and my role as a friend, uh, and Mm -hmm. my, my role as a divorcee, uh, always seems to be the person who is the problem solver, um, for others and this is this is uh like across the board it's just mentally exhausting you know and i, I realize that there are people who have have actual labor jobs our, our good friend john is a is a physical worker he does he does construction and he works very hard all day long and i i can't fault him for falling asleep because he's working really hard all day long um, uh-huh. and to say that my job is to be on the phone and like solve problems for people doesn't really seem like it should be all that exhausting but it is so exhausting because it's just like i i i i have to think all the time about these ridiculous like things that just like you should be able to figure out on your own you know it's just like hey i can't I, how do i sign up for twitter i can't do it what do you mean you don't know how to sign up for Twitter? And I got to try to explain and figure out how to explain to this person how to sign up for Twitter. And I, I can't do it. You just do it. And it's just like, oh, God, okay, I'll do it. It's not that hard. But, you know, and I I'm work t- with, yeah? 
I was just going to say, I'm telling you, it's just so much better to feel nothing. <laughs> and that's not so bad. I think that's, that's not so bad. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to try to feel nothing anymore. How's that? Towards any, there you go, man. Else. Just deaden the nerves, man. Just completely deaden. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, through indifference or um, or complete, uh, you know, or, or or do what I like to do sometimes is mix it up. Do the exact opposite of what you would normally do. Oh, take contrary action. Exactly. So, like when somebody says, "I don't know how to use Twitter," just be like, "Yeah, me neither." <laughs> hey, speaking of Twitter, since we're on the subject. Yeah. Wow. WDS not immune from the latest Twitter scandal that's going on out there. Is, is there is there the la- is there a latest Twitter scandal? I don't know about it. Are are we Well, I don't know. Do you know you haven't heard about this representative from New York, a, a congressional representative, I think his name's Anthony Weiner? Yeah, I Weinergate. I, I have heard about that and it's really unfortunate for that man to own that name and be the owner of this scandal. I think it's just it's news serendipity. But the sad thing is, is, you know, there's a lot more women now coming forward um, that have been, you know, I guess, tweeted this this man's genitalia to continue with my French. Um, Yes. So Wienergate has stretched all the way to WDS and it's touched one of our own producer. Reba was a recipient of uh, Representative Wiener's Wiener. Oh my goodness! Really? How how is she handling it? She is handling it the way I would expect uh, you know most most people to handle it. She is refusing to show the pictures to us, and uh, she is pitting the WDS network, who she is employed, <laughs> yes, with against all the other networks and uh, news organizations vying for these valuable valuable pictures. Um. I kind of don't want to know the answer to this, but we are very open with one another. Have you ever sent a Randy photo of yourself over the cellular network to anybody? It's so funny that you mentioned that because I was discussing this very thing with uh, with Hallie. And uh, I have never – I've never had the balls, all puns intended, to uh, – because, you know, once it's out there, right, you don't know where it ends up or where it goes or who might see it. I mean that's why – I mean, my I have a Ashley Madison account that's like you know under various pseudonyms, and um, you have an Ashley no, Madison don't. account? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I, I keep saying that though around the house, and Hallie's like, "You're saying that a little bit too freely." No, I do not have an Ashley. Do not. I dare you, listeners, to search for one Bob Duvet on Ashley Madison. You will not find me. Yeah, for those those of us listeners who don't know, the Ashley Madison is basically the Match dot com of people who want to have extramarital affairs. Exactly. Okay. Isn't that great that there's a whole fucking industry <laughs> created around that, like, you know, it's like open deception. Yeah, I'm sure there was a, a open deception. How is that even possible? Uh, the, there seems to be websites and fascinations for absolutely everything you can think of, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, if I was... Like, I, I don't know. I'm just looking right now. I have, I have sort of a wicker chair that's sitting. It's not even wicker. It's like fake wicker that's sitting out on my mm-hmm. balcony. And what are you, I like bet- a Black Panther? Yeah. What? No, I bet you there is a website or a news group out there for people who are fetishists about, you know. W- Men in wicker? In- <laughs> yeah. People sitting in wicker chairs. <laughs> well, have you, uh, I guess let me ask you this, this uh, question that you raised. Have you ever 
um, taking pictures of yourself, uh, suggestive and uh, in suggestive in nature, and then sent them out there. I'm not saying it's me? good or bad, Jason. I'm not saying it's anything. <laughs> That's not so bad. Uh, it's interesting that you asked me that without actually answering the question that I asked you. You you just mentioned that you were talking with Hallie about it, and then you kind yes. of deferred, and we talked about something else. You've not answered the question. Ah, oh God, I'm cross-examined on my own show. I love it. Um, no, I have not. I, I have not uh, ever, no. I just, uh, personally, I think um, wieners are kind of funny, uh, odd-shaped things in general, and uh, I, I wouldn't want mine to be judged. It might end up on one of those hot or not sort of things, and I think that I, I couldn't stand it if uh, you know I was deemed unhot. Well, in the interest of full disclosure, I will admit that I have uh, taken self-photographs of my, my wiener. Now we're getting somewhere with the with the like like in 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 the intention of seeing well maybe you know maybe this will be interesting you know maybe I could possibly mm-hmm. do this and this was this was several years ago this is before cell phone cameras and things like that um, mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to remember how I, I, I think it was with the um, in fact I know exactly what it was it was when webcams first started to come around. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, was thinking that like perhaps webcamming would be an interesting thing. And I got to tell you, if you haven't already guessed, that a a photograph of a wiener is wholly unpleasant. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and even like like especially because it's just I don't know, it's just kind of. I don't know. Are people? I don't think women are into that the way that men are into seeing women naked, for one thing. But additionally, the thing that was most uh, unpleasant about it was trying to figure out how to position the camera so that the background wasn't like, you know, the the curtains in my room <laughs> or the, the this thing. Set or that decoration. Thing. Yeah, it didn't work out. It didn't work out at all. And it was just like, this is stupid and this is unattractive and there's nothing appealing about this. And I, and I agree with you that the idea of it being out there uh, is just, ugh, no, no. Yeah. Who wants I'm that? too much of a control freak to, you know, give up that much control. And I think what women might find attractive is a wiener wrapped in like $1,000 bills. <laughs> Is that what women want? Tell us about it. What Duvet said at gmail.com, because your emails mean so much. You can find us on Twitter, as Rob said. We're blowing up on Twitter, at Bob Duvet. Uh, what else do we got? A Facebook page, search for What Duvet you Said, do. or give us a phone call at... 415-937-0445. That number is always live, and it's 415-937-0445. Send us a picture of your wiener. God, I really hope that this doesn't start happening, that we don't get a lot of pictures of wieners. Like, I can just picture someone Like, we going, don't already. <laughs> someone saying, you just don't know how to do it, man. This is the perfect way to take a picture of your wiener. <laughs> this is how chicks uh, will love it. Well, Reba asked me what she should do, and I said, you should take a picture of your wiener and send it uh, to Congressman Wiener. Ah, touche. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, th- again, uh, that's part of w- to to bring it all back in. Part of why this is such a, a, a an unpleasant story to me 
is mm-hmm. because I, 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 I haven't seen the pictures. I don't want to go looking for wieners, wieners photo. Right? We checked it out last night. There was a, there was something on the internet. So Hallie and I were looking, we, we found it. And what, I mean, what was it? I mean, is it, isn't it just like, well, there's two, there's, and, there's two and, pictures uh-huh. to my knowledge. One, one is uh, okay. A picture of kind of his upper torso, you know, shirtless. Right. Then, See, now, isn't that disgusting? Isn't that disgusting, though? I mean, unless you're Brad Pitt or Scott Valentine, why does anybody want to see that? Well, he's 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 clearly vain and he is in shape. I mean, for I don't know how old the guy is, but, you know, he's he's he's, you know, guy, he's kind of ripped. You can tell he goes to the gym or whatever. But then it's him shirtless and then he, him wearing briefs and briefs, the, white like briefs. The, no, these are like gray briefs. And then there's the outline of his I, I, for lack of a better word, schlong. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so, and it, and it, it seems as if he's uh, aroused at that point because, you know, it, 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 the schlong was, you know, defined. Like, much like Robert Plant's is in the, uh, you know, the song remains the same. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's that one. And then there's another one of actually, like, you know, from a, a front view of a erect projectile oh. uh, penis shot, and uh, that one also is attached to Congressman Weiner, which it's the gift that keeps on giving. The fact that his name is actually Anthony Weiner. Yeah, exactly. His friends right. probably call him Tony. Tony Dick. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants that. I really don't think anybody wants that. The hubris of the pubis is what really gets me about this. <laughs> I agree. I just don't want to do that. Like I, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, even if it occurs to me, like, wow, gee, I'm so, I'm so aroused right now, and I'm thinking about this mm-hmm. girl. Uh, th- that has nothing to do with the girl, you know. It has. It, it, it well, has what in- if you're in a conversation? Say you're in a chat, and um, you know you're getting all steamy talk, and then she's like, oh, let me see it. You know, prove it to me. That never happens. I think that's how these things happen. It doesn't ever happen like that. That's how it happens on the – it seems to happen all the time when the the scandals break. Really? I guess I'm just – I don't know. Again, what duvet said at gmail.com. I I, (laughs) – this is entirely new territory for me. I cannot imagine – I don't know. I just – I love it though. I just love the whole idea that it's like – you know, it's like it gets – it's right back to our – you know, our our just infantile, primal sort of thing where it's like, yeah, check it out. You know, it's like men are always so proud of their of their erect penises. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know, especially named Wiener. Wow. I bet we've <laughs> this is more to a Wiener talk than I've ever wanted to spend any time doing. Well, there you go. There you go. It's topical. Um, well, uh, do now that we're 15 minutes into the show, do we have any guests yes. or anything like that? Well, we, we do actually, more topical as well. We have Paul Revere. Oh, wow. Paul Revere. I've, I've heard conflicting reports about Paul Revere of late. Well, this Paul Revere that we have um, is uh, actually, it, we don't have the actual Paul Revere who is... Uh, uh, undead, basically. Um, but we do have Mark Lindsay, singer for Paul Revere and the Raiders, Whoa. who was um, actually involved in Warning, 
not only the Americans, but also the British, that the British were coming. The British invasion of 1966 when he had his big hit kicks. So look for that. He's standing over there by the green wall in full regalia. He has a nice. bell in one hand and a musket in the other. Wow. So it's, it's two. They must be coming by sea. <laughs> okay, Chase, you heard this story, though, right? Come on. Is there any mo- woman dumber on the planet than Sarah Palin? I mean, it just, ah. You know what? I, I read, as most things that happen with news for me these days, is it'll either float past in a post on Facebook or uh-huh. I'll see it as I'm checking my Yahoo or Gmail. There'll be some headline. Very rarely do I watch the video or read the whole story unless it's something that truly catches my eye and interests me. I have to say that the new Yahoo Mail now includes trending now up in the corner. They uh-huh. have things that are trending, uh, which I hate because what happens is I'll look up and I'll see some name that's trending now. And I'll be like, why is that person trending now? Did something happen you know, is that person dead? Did that person get a, uh-huh. a photo of a wiener? And then inevitably I'll click on it. And it'll be like, Alicia Silverstone expecting second child. And I'll be like, oh, God, this is exactly why I don't read things because that's so annoying. So I haven't seen Sarah Palin's uh, botchery of the Paul Revere ride, nor did I see her rebuttal clarification of it. Here, just from talking with Mark Lindsay, you know, before getting ready to do the show, he's standing over by the green wall. Yeah. He knows more about American history than this dingbat that could potentially run for president. Oh, well, most foreigners do. He's, he's American. He's from Eugene, Oregon. Oh, is he really? Why would he? Oh, I guess so. I, I, I just try never to listen to kicks. <laughs> so <laughs> you didn't like that song? Uh, you know what? I, I became familiar with that song, Kicks, not by the original Paul Revere and the Raiders version, but by the Monkees version of it that came out uh, on their 20 Greatest Hits album during the big Monkees revival of the late 80s. <laughs> oh, yes, the, the big Monkees revival of the late 80s. <laughs> you remember that. <laughs> I think I think you, I, I do because I think you and I were, were really like at the forefront of the revival. <laughs> I think it was like a, a revival of t- an army of two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was I remember I was buying Monkey's albums down at the record exchange and then it got announced that the Monkeys were getting back together and then they re-released all the Monkeys albums Rhino did. Uh-huh. Uh and I yeah. was like, god, I can't believe I worked so hard to get all these Monkeys albums. Uh thanks to Paul DiMartini and Kevin Fetterman down there at the uh, record exchange. <laughs> um and then they they got back together and that album came out uh with the Pull it. No, no, no. This was before Pool It. This was just the, the before they actually released a, a full record. They had a, the 20 oh, okay. greatest hits, and then they released the single called That Was Then, This Is Now, uh, which technically uh-huh. wasn't the Monkees. It was just Mickey Dolenz and Peter Tork of the Monkees. I don't know if you okay. knew that. Uh, but then on the record, the uh, 20 greatest hits, they did um, th- two other tunes. One was called Anytime, Anyplace, Anywhere. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Which is just as good as you think it is. And uh, <laughs> a, a cover of the song Kicks. So, yeah, that's my familiarity with it. And it's just, I remember listening to it going, wow, there's a new monkey song. And then I was going, wow, this is the new monkey song? Because it was all synthesized and. Uh huh. It's just, yeah, it didn't sound like the monkeys you remember, the monkeys you fell in love with. No, it's not Carol King or, or Neil Diamond or, or Goffin or whatever his name is. I'm glad right. you're going there because I have a trivia question for you. You are a big Monkees fan. Yeah. 
And anybody, anybody listening to the show should know that Jason is one of the biggest monkeys fans that I've ever encountered. In fact, there has been many occasion when you've serenaded a, 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 a young bird that you were smitten with, with monkeys, with your rendition of monkeys tunes. Well, the, if I'm serenading a bird, it's, it's just that one monkeys tune that I'm singing. Yeah. Which one is it? <laughs> it's Look Out, Here Comes Tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Um, no, but uh, do you know who wrote the song Cuddly Toy? Uh, not only do I know who wrote the song Cuddly Toy, I know the whole story behind the song Cuddly Toy. Is that where you're going with this? Wow. Well, yes, that's where I was going with it. Okay. Uh, I'd like to hear you tell the story, but yes, Harry Nielsen wrote the song. And what's the story behind Cuddly Toy? Well, that's, that, was, that was the, the I, just, I was I surprised to know that Harry Nielsen wrote that song. Oh, there's and, a story uh, behind it. Do you not know the story behind it? I don't. I don't. That song is about a gang rape. Harry Nielsen wrote that really? song about about a gang rape, and he he was just sort of he just sort of had it on a stack of notes and uh, like a stack of songs. And one of the monkeys producers was filing through songs trying to get another recording for the monkeys and they found that song and he said oh my god this is great and they went and recorded it and when harry nielsen heard it he was like uh, uh blokes that's 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 kind of a gag song that i wrote i mean think about it you're not the only cuddly toy that was ever enjoyed by every boy you're not the kind of girl oh, to tell your mother the kind of company you keep <laughs> yeah wow that puts a whole new spin on that i thought it was just kind of a little light sort of vaudeville number they did no, 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 no. It's actually quite. Listen oh, to the shit. lyrics of it with that in mind, and that's exactly what's going on in that song. I have a version of uh, Harry Nielsen singing that song. I can send it to you. I've heard. I, I like that version, and I've I've heard it because I watched the documentary on Harry, Harry Nielsen. That's where I found out that he did the did that song. It's funny. Already in this show, we've covered uh, apparently gang rape, um, Congressman Wiener's Wiener. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's really, this is a, a hard edge show, man. Yeah. Where can we go next? How about we hear some news? I don't feel good. Mm, yeah. Okay. I don't feel bad. <laughs> what about the news? I don't Rob? feel nothing. I don't okay. feel anything. Right. I don't feel anything. All right, here we go. Well, since we were talking about uh, Sarah Palin and Paul Revere, maybe mm -hmm. we can get Mr. Paul Revere himself to weigh in on this. Uh -huh. Did you know that they were also in this... Oh, God. It's just one of my fascinations is how evil I think this woman is. Um, yeah, well, so, of course, she makes a statement that Paul Revere is out riding around warning the Brits that the Brits were coming. And, um, is that what and, she said? ringing a bell. And if anybody saw Stephen Colbert this week, he does a hilarious thing where he tries to load a musket while riding one of those toy, you know, horses that you'd find in front of a supermarket. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. While ringing a bell. <laughs> okay. It's very, very funny stuff. But uh, Palin, yeah, basically said, no, 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 you know, and then her people to make the story accurate, we're trying to hack into what's like Sarah Palin supporters attempted to edit Wikipedia page on Paul Revere. And so, yeah, that now if you go to the Paul Revere page, it's locked. Like you can't get in there. Yeah. 
but here's the funny thing about this. The story itself is like, you know, it's it's pretty obvious. Sarah Palin is is I think embodies everything that is wrong with American politics right now and in, you know, so many ways. We won't get into that. But Hallie said to me, she's like, how could they do that with Wikipedia? And Hallie didn't really get the concept of Wikipedia because she doesn't use it, you know? But Wikipedia is a, you know, it's like a, a peer-edited encyclopedia. Yeah, well, it's a wiki. Where people go in, supposedly authorities, and go in and create pages and add stuff as they know. And, you know, it's, you know, it's monitored by other people. So if somebody doesn't think that's true, they can go in and edit it. But it's all, you know, you or I could edit a Wikipedia page. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's what the, the, the word wiki indicates. That's part of the, go look it up. It actually says it. If you, if you look up Wikipedia in Wikipedia, it'll I did, tell you yeah. that. It'll tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's all there. But it's funny because uh, Hallie's thought it was like some sort of like, you know, authoritative, you know, you know, verified source. And I remember when I was in college, like, you know, the, all the professors would be like, you know, and Wikipedia is not a valid source. No, it's not. And the kids did never got that, though. Every paper that was turned in would cite Wikipedia as a source. No, it's 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 totally not. It, it it is as accurate as the guy standing in front of the barbershop because that's exactly who is contributing to it. There aren't scholars. There aren't. It's not like you've got Charles Van Doren who's writing for the Encyclopedia Britannica doing it for you. Uh -huh. It's it's uh you know not that Charles Van Doren is an authority <laughs> knowing things because we all know what happened to him. <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, look him up on Wikipedia. Uh, the <laughs> It's it's just like you or me uh, saying things, yeah. you know. I mean, I could I could go to Harry Nielsen's web uh, Wikipedia page and write in that cuddly toy is about gang rape, and it's just sort of apocryphal mm -hmm. and something that I've heard. I happen to know that because I I can source it and cite it and put a footnote mm -hmm. and say where where I got it from. But uh, really, it's it's just I think it's more indicative, not so much of what's wrong with America today, but it's really indicative of what is really going on historically uh, for all time, that this is the way history is created and how history is changed. You know, history is written by the winners. You've heard that before. Mm -hmm. Yes. Currently, history is Love being written phrase. by the wieners. But <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the Sarah Palin people, if if if. If they had their druthers, they would change all our sources to change the way that Paul Revere did his ride. And there's no way of us of knowing that. And the people at, back in Paul Revere's time, we don't know. You've watched these History Channel specials. Yeah. We don't really know. Paul Revere didn't really make the ride, by the way. He's not the guy who did this great thing. There was some other guy, and I don't even remember his name, who was far more... Uh, uh, essential and important to alerting the colonies that the British invasion was happening. And the reason we know the name... He just Paul didn't have a cool name. He didn't have a cool name. Yeah, bad publicist. Yeah, that's it. That is exactly right. You are absolutely right. Because the guy, uh, uh, the guy who wrote the poem, The Midnight Ride of Paul Revere, I forget his name, Clement, or, uh, you know, there, there's a poem, The Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. And the reason he wrote uh -huh. it was because Paul Revere had a better name than the other guy. And I don't even remember the other guy, but that's absolutely 100% true. And if historically if you talk to historians it's like paul revere paul revere rode like seven blocks he didn't ride all the way down the eastern seaboard this other guy did all the heavy lifting but we don't remember him because they didn't write a poem about him that is truly rich well I, there you go see all my suspicions and it speaks to a larger thing really is in that 
for a generation or two generations now probably um, since the internet has been around. You know, I don't know how you break down your generations, but it speaks to a larger issue, which I think is that people – there's still something – there's still weight given to the printed word. Right. And so if a printed piece of anything appears somewhere, like even on the internet, you know, then it becomes like, well, it must be true. Yeah. Well, it, it okay, exactly. But this is the way I talk about the internet. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, should we head into Jason's insight corner? Yeah. I hope you cleaned up the place since the last time we were in there. I yeah. I barely moved. It's going to horn in on your news segment with the insight corner. It's, it's nice. I like here, what right? you've done with the place. Thank you, thank you. Well, maybe this will help you uh, spruce up Rob's insight nook. Is that, is it cool if I sit on this beanbag chair? I, I wish you would get yourself comfortable because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get a little esoteric here. I like it. Do it. Okay. So a computer a computer screen is like a window. I mean, that's kind of why they call it Windows, right? You open up these little uh, frames in your computer and you peer through these frames into the programs that are on your computer. These the uh, the web browser is a window to the internet. The computer screen is a window to the windows on your computer. Um, I know that you use Mac, but they're still called Windows and Mac. They're, they're, those little frames are still called Windows. Now, if you think mm -hmm. about an actual window, let's take a window that's a windshield of your car. And if you were driving somewhere and you wanted the the answer to a question, let's say you had a garbage disposal problem, all right? Your, my garbage disposal was jammed a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately, I, I had the, the, the keen help of someone who knew a lot about garbage disposal, so it worked out wonderfully, but I'm digressing. But <laughs> let's say I wanted to solve my garbage disposal problem, okay? Now, I get yes. in my car, and I, I look in the yellow pages, and I see these two guys who are people who claim to know things about plumbing. And if I get in my car, and if I drive down the street, and I head down, uh, and I'm looking through my window, I see that I'm driving into a residential area, I see through my windows that I'm driving past house after house, and I reach the address, and I reach this, uh, this five-story house in the middle of the Pacific Palisades suburbia, and I go, and I knock on the door, and I'm led downstairs into the basement, where there's a 13-year-old kid who says, hey, I know the answer to your garbage disposal problem, just stick your hand in it. <laughs> Okay. Or if I get in my car and I drive down to the, and I see through my windows that I'm driving into this, this set of shops in downtown and I see through my window that there's a bunch of stores and I pull up to a place that says Rick's and I walk in and there's pipes everywhere. And there's, there's a guy behind the counter wearing overalls and he's got a big beard and he's got his glasses on and he's in the middle of working on, on something. And he says, Oh yeah, here's what you do. You, you take a broom handle and you rotate the drum, uh, counterclockwise and that'll free it up like I can tell the difference between those two people because of what I've seen through my window yes you, you follow me here sitting at home everything I'm... through that window has the exact same weight there's no change nothing changes on your computer the 13 year old kid and the expert has the exact same weight looking through the exact same window on your computer there's no uh, what if the 13 year old kid has a lot of flash on his page Right, exactly. And you go, ooh, well, maybe he knows something. It's like all those comments on Amazon or all those comments on, on iTunes or when you're downloading an application. It's like they don't mean anything. They don't mean anything. Nothing. I know. Well, my, my wife is 
you know, she likes to research. If we go to a new restaurant or someplace we haven't heard of, you know, she likes to kind of like, you know, because we drop a lot of coin when you go out to dinner these days. Yeah. And so you want to have some idea of what you're getting yourself into. And so she'll go to Yelp. And the thing that like, oh, first of all, I totally agree with everything you just said there. And it, Yelp is another example of that. You'll go through and you'll read, you know, peer edited reviews of a restaurant, right? Yeah. But – you know, and then we'll we'll say things like, "Oh, it sounds good. This place sounds great." But then I'm thinking to myself, "Well, we don't a we don't know who these people are, right. you know. They could like crappy food. They could eat dog food six nights out of seven, and this was their one time not eating dog food." And my wife will do this other thing where we'll be reading lots of good reviews, and then she'll find the worst review. And then that becomes the like you know the overriding review. Right. No. Yeah, exactly. Well, television's the same way. Television is the exact same window. When you're sitting on your couch and you see these two experts, quote unquote, on television, they, they have the exact same weight. It could be the tenured professor and it could be the, Joe Blow pulled off the street and they give him the exact same amount of time. And you go with, wow, Joe mm -hmm. Blow seems to know what he's talking about, right? Joe the plumber seems to know what he's talking yeah. about. Hey, Joe the plumber, I trust him, right? And that's yep, that's exactly yep. no, what that's... Sarah, you know. That's exactly Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin's uh, 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 platform is this idea that Obama is an intellectual and he's not in touch with the people because the people apparently need to be stupid, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That was great. Hey man, I, I like also this poster you have hanging up inside your insight corner. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the little you have the Einstein, but he, he has a cat's body. It's Einstein's head, a cat's body. It says, "Hang in there." Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I try to be whimsical <laughs> with with <laughs> with all things. Do you like my new pillow too? This is my favorite new pillow. You see this, this is my my San Francisco pillow. I love it. I love it. Yes. Yeah, I love it. You know what else is I that love? A, is that a knitted? Yeah, yes. Well, it's uh, yeah, it is a bit knitted, but I'm, I'm not sure what it is. I think it's hand knitted. It's really awesome. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that before we move to find out if this is a shocker or not a shocker, that uh, the one thing that I do still enjoy, even though televisions and computers drive me crazy, is a good audiobook. <laughs> I love a good audiobook too. Last time, I don't think we actually heard the commercial. Right. Well, you know what? I'm gonna. Uh, you know, the, the commercials going. A little, commercials getting a little old now, so I'm just gonna try this on the fly. You ready? You ready for a little yeah. live live spot here, Rob? Do it, do it. Audible.com is our fantastic sponsor. We love them so very, very much. It's your premier download audiobook site. Uh, you just head out to www slash, I'm sorry, w, see, it's live, Rob. You see that? Anything can happen when it's live. <laughs> www.audibletrial.com slash WDS. Now, Rob, I'm going to be taking a little trip pretty soon. Yeah. I don't know if you know about this, but I'm going to be getting out of town, and I'm going to be sitting on Interstate 5 for a very long time, and I know it's going to be happening late at night or early in the morning. I'm going to be sleepy, so how am I going to stay awake on this long ride, Rob? What do you think I'm going to do? Uh, crystal meth. No, that's a good idea, but they're not a sponsor. Audible.com allows me to download books directly onto my iPod or MP3 player. And the way it works is they give you every month a little token, kind of like when you went to Castle Golf and Games or Malibu Grand Prix, mm. and you got a yes. pizza, and they gave you some tokens for the video games. Uh, Audible.com. Don't talk to me like I've never been to a pizza place. 
Well, you, you get a token, you apply that token, you get a free download book when you sign up by going to www.audibletrial.com slash WDS. That WDS stands for What Do They Said. That's how you, they know you came from us and you get your free your free trial, 14 days for free. You get a free download book, you get a check around, see what they've got there. And uh, if you choose to stick around, then it's uh, just a nominal fee every month. You get your tokens every month for your free downloads. And then you also What about get your pizza? Up. It's like pizza, exactly. Uh, so what I did, Rob, is I, 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 I know I mentioned that I got Tina Fey's book, uh, Bossy Pants, and I've been listening to that, but those are really sort of short essays, and they're real good yeah. when I'm walking around walking the dog. I really enjoy them, but then when I like to stop at the next chapter and then move on, so I don't know if that's really good for a big ride up, and I finished listening to um, uh, the uh, Carl Hyacin book I got, uh, which uh-huh. is totally, the title's totally slipping from my mind, but um, oh yeah, it's called Star Island, yeah, it was very good. Uh, but what I got now is uh, Baba Booey himself. I got uh, Gary Delabate's book, They Call Me Baba Booey. So I'll be listening to that in the car as I drive where it is I'm driving to. And I hope that you check it out, too. www.audibletrial.com slash WDS. Rob, you should do it, too. You know what? I wonder. I will do it if they have that Steven Tyler book uh, that just came out called You Should Hear the, the, What's Going On in My Head or Music in My Head or something like that. It's supposed to be really good. Well, uh, let's check it out. Perhaps we can do that for our, our next week's live spot. Maybe we'll, uh, do a, we'll do a live book club from the show. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So uh, thank you, Audible. We love uh, all that you do to make this show possible. And, and thanks for the pizza. Thanks for the pizza. Thanks for the tokens. Uh, what was the news story we were just talking about? We, we haven't determined uh, how it uh, Oh, it was Sarah Palin being a jackass. Oh, well, all right. Well, is that a or not a for you? I think this is a no-brainer. That is not a. All right. Fair enough. I don't feel good. I don't feel bad. Let's do some more news. Okay. Because you're not my dad. Moving on. All right, here it goes. I like this one. It's kind of a. This came from the Vancouver Sun. So those Canucks, yeah, they're going to give us a new perspective on life in America, eh? Okay, yeah, the Vancouverans aren't the ones that talk like that. But go ahead. I like this. Could the net be killing the planet one web search at a time? <laughs> oh, really? How is that possible? Well, because. You know, with all the the internet usage, that people forget. I think that. All these computers and electronic devices and, and things, they have to have things called servers. Yeah. And servers use up a crazy amount of energy. Right. Okay. So the, the, the basic gist behind this story is, you know, the, the more we rely on our computers and the more, you know, we put things in clouds and have, you know, huge search um, you know, uh, servers for all these companies that all that power and stuff, and it's all run on, you know, coal basically based fuels. So, you know, it says here, I mean, I can read you some facts. Um, this should be a no brainer for our intelligent listeners, but uh, yeah, 60 million Facebook status updates each day, 50 million daily tweets, 250 billion emails per day. Um, yeah. Are making a serious dent in some Greenland gra- uh, glaciers, they say. So, you know, basically, it's 
you know, all, all this communicating back and forth and all these you know, shots of people's wieners being sent all over are basically using up energy. Energy comes from coal and coal creates pollution and pollution melts the ice caps and the ice caps rise the sea level. And then you get Armageddon or the right. rapture. Yes, right. Exactly. I don't know if we necessarily have Armageddon, which of course means Herr Megiddo. But that's another. Oh, That'll is be Armageddon another... different? Than, is Armageddon like a what? What is Armageddon? Is, I thought it's like uh, the end of the world, or is it when it's man making the end of the world? Uh, Armageddon is a location. It's like saying oh. Burlingame. Sounds lovely. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it is a it is it is a mountain. Uh, basically, a, a it's kind of like a, a flat topped mountain, like the like Devil's Peak in Close Encounters. Uh, okay. A little more flatter than that, and that's where the final battle of uh, of good versus evil is supposed to be taking place at the site of Hermegito. Oh, so everybody talks about Armageddon as if it's this like uh, thing, but really it's like a, a it's a mythical battle place. Well, it's not a mythical; it's a real battle place. You can go visit Armageddon. You can you can drive. There's a there's a highway that drives right past it. You can go there. It's in the Middle East. I think that's where our presidential debate should be held. <laughs> Well, boy, I don't know. That would be that would be the end times. Uh, I'm glad though that you mentioned the whole uh, polar ice cap, the Greenland melting, and then sea levels rising because that's the another thing that just drives me crazy about the ignorance of people about yes. how they like they walk around. It's oh, it's June gloom. What happened to global warming? It's like oh, you just, you just don't get it. You don't do you not understand how climate works? Do you not understand that like getting a bunch of cold water into the Gulf Stream? <laughs> Like makes the water that's in the ocean colder, which then makes clouds, which then covers us, which then makes us colder. That's what global warming does. God, I ah. See now, I'm you this week, Rob. I just hate everybody. I know. Well, it's because you, Jace. If 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 I function as anything, it's a hopefully, it's a uh, a, a like a, a mag light shining it, wherever it happens to kind of you know be directed on stupidity, and stupidity lurks everywhere. And it, it's true, Jason, that that's why I think I've been just so angsty lately and, and so frustrated is because people just don't think. There's so much willful ignorance going on. Yeah, that's the and word. And it's always – It's not stupidity. It's ignorance. And, and, and it is absolute willful ignorance. It's people who just don't – do not want to know the facts and don't want to – don't want to see cause and effect. I smell a new segment. Oh, do you? Smell yes. it for me. Uh, I've been thinking about this for some time. So after the news, remind me to, to do the news segment because I'm sure you can just jump right on board on this one. You're sharp. You're a sharp kid. All okay. Right, so well, uh, I'll, I'll remind you of the new segment. Uh, I don't even remember what that news story was because I'm just filled with ire. Uh, that was just about the fact that every time we're, we're using a computer or uh, some fabulous new uh, you know, uh, right. CD okay. comes out and yep. is put into a cloud, we are really just contributing to the end of times. Uh, yeah, was that a, or not a, for you? It's, yeah, well, come on, you know, you know where I fall on this one. It's not a, nice. Well, here, let's do a couple more news stories, and I got another two in other newses. Okay, are we in in other news, or is this still? Not yet, no, 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 I, I will let you know, I will let you, I will alert you to in other news. Right now we are still in the news. Okay. All right, ready for this one? Yeah, Jesus, Rob, come on. <laughs> I don't feel bad. Come on. <laughs> Police super, or I guess he's a superintendent. 
police sucked. What 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 would S U P T stand for in your opinion? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's superintendent. All right. Well, uh, this guy is out there in Chicago, there, Gary McCarthy, and he vows to hunt down flash mob. <laughs> wow, he's right on your your side there. I am so happy to know that somebody's cracking down on this shit. No, apparently in Chicago area, Chicagoland, I believe they like to call it, yeah. there's been flash mobs. And these aren't flash mobs. These are just gangs of kids that are all of a sudden just appearing and, I guess, you know, mugging people, basically, is what's been going on. Uh, yeah, um, and so, and they, but they've been du- dubbed a flash mob by the media reporting on the stories. I'm just, oh, flash mob. So go get them. Sucked Gary McCarthy. Hunt these these reckless flash mobbers. Out. In fact, expand your search to people that you know decide to start uh, turning a subway car into a disco or uh, the ferry building in San Francisco into a uh, you know a a ballet and arrest them all and throw them into a debtor's prison. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which relates to my next story. This story is great, Jason. All right. Oh, no. Where did it go? The page I'm looking for cannot be found. I can get it all from the title, though. Okay. Um, Sounds very Dickensian. There was a story yeah. uh, in, 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 in some Stockton paper out here in California where um, a guy is at home and he sees, you know, he hears some racket, and he's in his boxer shorts. When he makes his way, he looks out the window, and he sees a bunch of police cars. Next thing he knows, a SWAT team has busted through his door, and it's like guns drawn, and his kids are, you know, with him. He has three children, I think, between the ages of like seven and eleven, and the cops bust in and they, you know, throw him down on the ground, and they have a knee in his back, the whole thing. And guess what? This was on behalf of uh, the flash mob crackdown. No, they were actually, uh, I guess, the, the Department of Education had issued a warrant to go, uh, you know, to this guy's house for his wife, who wasn't there, for student loans. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the guy is like, you know, he, he was completely shocked. And, you know, the Department of Education say, well, it's not our policy to, you know. But I guess in Stockton, when, you know, you get like a... The feds saying, yeah, we want you to go after this guy. They bring out all the stops, you know, because they're like, we got the SWAT team. Hell, haven't used him in a while. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, they basically, uh, the Department of Education, I guess, can issue warrants and can go and, uh, you know, try and collect. I think they'd do better if they just combined the Department of Education maybe outsourced to, like, the mob, who I think is a much better and more subtle at, at, at collecting money. Right, yeah, we'll just break your knuckles. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, not hey, I have lots of student debt. I don't know if you do or not, but like you know, uh, believe me, if a guy named Vito showed up to my door with a lead pipe and you know threatened to take a whack at my kneecaps, I would probably be likely to make my next student loan payment. <laughs> I agree, and a good way to avoid the SWAT busting in your door is to pay off your debts. You know, just don't have any debt. Yeah, just don't have debt. Hot tip: Do, do they have debtors' prisons anymore though? Because that that is something that I really think would be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. That just, like I said, that sounds very Dickensian. It sounds like something out of uh, out of a Dickens novel. I don't know if they have them anymore. Probably somewhere you could find yeah. them. I'm sure there's a. Or a, they just mix them with the genuine, genuine, uh, general. Excuse me, prison population. Yeah, I'm sure there's a fetish website somewhere where you can find hot chicks in debtors' prison. <laughs> oh man, that debtor is hot. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat my wiener like it owes me money. 
All right, so the Nada. Yes. Moving on. Are we are we in other news yet? Um, we, this is a final quick news story, and okay. then we're going to go right into other news, and then okay. I'm going to ask you to remind me of the news segment. Okay, great. That and I've let's forgotten about, so hopefully I'll remember it. Take on the day. Yeah. All right, so this is uh, from uh, San Francisco, uh, CBS affiliate, and it's uh, Health Watch, sitting versus smoking, and apparently sitting for long periods of time can be just as detrimental to your health as smoking cigarettes. Oh, I've kind of heard that, uh, actually, that the people who just sit in front of the computer all day long and don't get up and walk around uh, are, are causing detriment to themselves. You know what? That would impress me if Charlie Sheen, it was like his latest stunt was just him sitting in a chair smoking. <laughs> just to defy all odds. Yeah, I mean, like, like wow, that guy goes goes hard, man. Yeah, so... Basically, people out there listening, if you're listening to this while you're sitting, uh, I'd invite you all to stand up and maybe do some toe, t- toe touchers or some jumping jacks or some calisthenics because we want to keep you as listeners. And, uh, and oh, either that or get up and go smoke a cigarette. Yeah, I think just about anything that you do is contributing to your road to death. So you might I- as well. I think it's very funny that that's another talk about willful, you know, ignorance. It's, you know, I was watching some TV show and they had this this group of people that were trying this drug that's like, I don't even know if it's FDA approved, but it's supposed to, you know, it's an anti-aging drug. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And everybody's like, well, sure, sure, I'll take it if it means, yeah, absolutely. And I'm thinking, you know what? I just think death is the one thing we can't trump. No, <laughs> you can't. And the the guy that invented the drug died like a year later from uh, like he had like a, a, an aneurysm or stroke or something like that. So well, well yeah. but but did he die young? I mean, yeah, relatively young. I think he was fifty nine years old. There was a, yeah. See, so there you go. So it works. There was a great song that I can't find anywhere. The Cloris Leachman's sister sang at. Uh, uh-huh a show I was at at one point, and it was basically just all about how she would do things like smoke while sitting down and and uh, have a couple of cocktails and fool around. And the chorus of what, the chorus of it was, what the hell, I'm too old to die young. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Did it go something like this? I don't feel good. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. all right, so now we're in other news. Okay, oh, <laughs> good, I'm glad. <laughs> glad to hear this song this week. Tell me another. I like this song. This song is not as catchy as the news song, but it's it 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 gives me a, a total different kind of uh, bounce in my step. Yeah, well, it's important. It's important to to be bouncy. Boy, that totally <laughs> makes me think of something I was talking about the other night about bouncing, but I'm not going to go there. Okay. Isn't there a song called Bounce? There is a song called Bounce. Yes. Nice. Helen and Matt, right? Uh, uh, yeah, Ellen and Matt, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, all right, so here it comes in other news, and I'm just going to read this one to you because you're going to love it. Okay. Man with dead weasel accused of assault. Police uh, say a man was carrying a dead weasel when he burst into an apartment and assaulted a man in Washington State. The victim asked, why are you carrying a weasel? Police said the attacker answered, It's not a weasel! It's a Martin! Then punched him in the nose and fled. 
The attacker was apparently looking for his girlfriend, had gone to her former boyfriend's apartment Monday, where the victim was a guest. Oh, this guy was just kipping it on a guy's couch, and he gets punched in the nose and whacked with a weasel. Well, it's not a weasel, though. It's a Martin, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're paying attention. So there you go. In other news, well, you gotta, God, is that, there's not enough to worry about in this world. You have the SWAT teams busting your door in to collect your student loan payments and a guy swinging a dead weasel at you. It's not a weasel. It's Martin. That's probably why he's so upset, because people keep calling him a, a, a weasel. And he's like, it's not a weasel! <laughs> I love it. That sounds like a Monty Python sketch, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit. Hey, nice weasel. It's not a weasel, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're familiar with Martins then? No, I have no idea what Martins are. Uh, but now I'm gonna I'm gonna look them up on Wikipedia because I'm sure it'll tell oh, yeah, me all the... about them accurately and and authentically. Wikipedia is as good as the truth. Oh yeah, I think we should start our own wiki. I think we should have a wiki. What Duve said. I like it. Yeah. Good more shit that I won't do. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Love it. <laughs> uh, let's do one more in other news, and then we can get to uh, in other segments. Okay. All right, here we go. This one here. FBI bus man duped in Facebook ploy. What's a Facebook ploy? Well, this in this Facebook ploy, a former wife of this guy posed as a 17-year-old in online scheme. I guess they were embroiled in a contentious child custody fight. An Indiana woman decided late last month to pose on Facebook as a comely teenage girl in a bid to serotypously extract damaging information from her ex-husband. The scheme proved so successful, in fact, that FBI agents last Friday arrested Angela Volkert's former spouse on a felony charge for allegedly installing a listening device in her vehicle. Oh, that's a new thing that I've heard has been going on. Watch out for this if you find yourself embroiled with uh, some sort of angry uh, ex-lover. They put voice-activated listening devices in your car where most uh, people, I, I guess, you know, engage in uh, affairs and whatnot. You know, when you go in the car and you get a quickie. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently uh, she, you know, poses a 17-year-old. So now this guy, in addition to having to, you know, deal with his crazed wife who's trying to get dirt on him. Now, apparently, it, it, it's, uh, he's being accused of being one of them, uh, uh, you know, predators. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Is it, are you you really... watch the show Cal Californication? Uh, I know of the show Californication, yeah. It, it, great show. I've I really been getting into it. We started watching it on Netflix. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Used to be. <laughs> Used to be. We lost Netflix. But thank goodness for audible.com. <laughs> www.audibletrial.com. Oh, we could be losing games. all of our sponsors soon, Jason. Well, if we keep talking about uh, pecker shots and saying everybody's an idiot and uh, that kind of stuff, I don't know if we're going to have any listeners anymore. <laughs> well, our listeners aren't idiots because they listen to us. Okay. So anyway, yeah, I thought that was a good, another news story, how people now are Facebook. I'm sure this is not what uh, Mark Zuckerberg, or, or if that's his name, uh, had in mind with Facebook, but now it's uh, yeah, it's it's taken on a life of its own. What a crazy it's rabbit a sting hole operation. that story was! Yeah, the sting operation, creating a, a a fake identity, putting listening devices in cars. I mean, it's so I, I yeah. can't. I, I kind of didn't even follow that, but I, I take your word for it. And I just wonder: is it really sexual predating, predating, predatoryism? 
if you're <laughs> uh, flirting with a woman pretending to be, I guess so because they do that. That's how they get them, right? Doesn't a doesn't like a, a man? It's intent. <laughs> doesn't a man pose to be a young woman and then the guy goes to meet him at a park and then it, he actually ends up meeting yeah. the cop? So I guess yeah, I guess that is actually. I don't know. I don't. I, I, that be, it just it seems like entrapment. But I guess the. I guess if you. Yeah. Well, they they want to protect people from you know. If, uh, they, the the theory would be that if this guy is you know barking up this tree, how many other trees is he barking up? So it's best to just get him off the the street or scare him straight or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really love your peaches. I want to shake your tree. <laughs> and you know the funny thing is, is this Congressman Weiner? He sent picture one of the you know pictures of himself that he sent was to a, a college age student you know she could have been a you know 17 year old and then he'd be in a whole heap of trouble great well thanks for another news remind tell me about this new segment and then let's uh, wrap it up and uh, get on with our lives okay well go, the new segment now it's uh man now that the pressure's on i forgot i should have just done it when i mentioned it because now i'm forgetting what it was it had something to do with sayings that people use that you are that you're through with that you're over that, that you no longer wish people to say i i have a whole slew of those 24 7 i don't want to hear anybody say 24 7 anymore um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that one either. We've talked about uh, since day one. Yeah. I thought of a good one, though, and now it's it's completely – I should write these things down. It completely left my uh, my, my mind. It was well, – Well, we'll just all oh. sit and wait for you to remember it here. Yeah, this is good radio. Yeah, well, um, hang out and wait for you to say it. Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck it. Um, maybe we'll come back to this riveting segment. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, we'll listen, listen back to the show. You might remember when you listen back, jot it down when you hear it and we'll, we'll come up with a proper segment next week with uh, production value yeah. and music and everything. It's a work, work in progress, folks. This, this show that you love so, so dearly. Okay. Well, let's stop doing this show. What do you got? Uh, Think of coming this show. Up, <laughs> coming up this Think weekend. Think of this show as neither good nor bad. Think of this show as nothing. <laughs> Okay. What do you uh, tell me? What tell me? What's in store for you this coming week, Rob? I am going to. Uh, Hallie and I are going to try a new experiment. We are going to do um, nothing uh, that we would normally do. So we're we're going to stay in a lot more. We're going to get caught up on our Californication. We are going to uh, just try and save save some money this week. Definitely avoid our neighborhood, North Beach, which is getting a little bit depressing. Um, and uh yeah so not i cannot say i have one thing planned at this point um and that's that's not that's not bad that's that's neither good nor bad it is just simply nothing right it's like your shadow this is uh rob you just keep mentioning the lyrics to the song shadow which is by the band ellen and matt which i played a show with this past weekend as i mentioned it was actually quite fun oh yeah how was that show it was very fun it was a good show i liked the location it was cool uh the the kids really liked us they they danced and 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 had a good time in front of us um nice yeah it was good they didn't uh, just stand there and feel nothing no, no. Actually, what was kind of fun is the, the, that song came up and uh, Ellen, the singer of the band, likes to get the kids guessing and, and, and trying to figure out. She's like, well, listen to the song, listen to the clues, listen in. You might be able to figure out uh, wh- wh- who we're singing about when, when we're singing. And some kid in the front row yelled, just sing it. <laughs> That's funny because she told me to shut my fucking mouth. Ugh. 
Okay, okay. Well, why don't we leave that between you and Ellen? I had a good time playing with the show, and the kids had a good time. I hope time. she doesn't talk that way to the children. And That's you terrible. can uh, learn more about them at ellenandmatt.net or find them on They have to speak space. freely. That You should allow the children to speak freely. Would you like to hear what I have coming up uh, this weekend? I Rob? do, man. I always, you always say that as if I don't want to hear what you have coming up. It's just, I just thought that the the way this is ordered is that you ask me what I have coming up and then it's, it's, it's you know, clear that you are the next person that's going to talk about what you have coming up. Well, sometimes it feels like you just want to just keep talking. <laughs> uh, I have, uh, I have that's my group this weekend. Uh, the My group is reconvening. Uh, and then I also have this, this play that I'm directing, the car plays. Actually, I have rehearsal this afternoon with the with the car play. It's looking pretty good. We're all sold out. We've getting a lot of press. There was a article awesome. in LA stage uh, times this week uh, talking about the producer, the, the big guy, the main producer, I'm describing it, which maybe I'll post a link on Facebook if I think of it. Um, and if I get back on Facebook, uh, so I'll be doing that. Uh, and then I'm going to be taking a, a, a little, just a little mini vacation, a little tiny trip on Sunday. Uh, just to get out of get out of town and clear my head and um, nice yeah I'm looking forward to that as well for you thank you Rob thank you but I thought you didn't feel good well, no, about I, th- I feel great about it I really feel I feel great um, <laughs> I'm tired of feeling things man that's that's the other thing I'm I'm getting. Like I'm almost getting to the point where I'm almost cycling out of my like, you know, my anger. Yeah. And back into the, you know, just like, eh, why do I give so much import to things that really are a either beyond my control? Mm-hmm. B like, you know, aren't really in the big scheme of things that important. Mm-hmm. D, if I you know, D none of my business, you know, and and see it's it's that that's part of the fun of life, right? You can be a, an authority on things you know nothing about. That's what gives us, uh, you know, the, the, that's what gives the internet so much power. Exactly. We don't matter. Nothing matters. All that matters is love. Exactly. It's, it's, it's quite existential when you put it in those terms. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, to quote the monkeys, I have no more than I did before, but now I've got all that I need because I love you and I know you love me. Oh, wow, Jace. That is a fitting way to end this show. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Audible.com. And, uh, Thank you so much, Audible. Yes, yes. exactly. Uh, we will talk to you all. Thank you, Congressman Wiener. To Congressman Wiener and to Slouching Stars for this fantastic new theme song that we have here that you're listening to or you will be listening to at this moment. We love it. It's catchy. We love you. We love. We love. I'm in love. Goodbye, Rob. I am too. Bye, Jason. Bye, listeners. Can you tell me? What did they say? Did you hear? What did they say? Can you hear? What did they say?